Hello, beautiful humans, and welcome to the Mental Wellness Wake-Up Show, a weekly podcast where growth-minded, creative people come to learn best practices from both spirituality and psychology that create lasting well-being. I am your host, mental wellness expert, improvised acting teacher, therapist, and coach, Dawn McMillan. Let's get to it. What are you unwilling to feel? What are you unwilling to feel? Hi there, I'm so glad you're here today and we have new listeners, welcome, welcome. And if you are listening really closely, you will hear all the continuing listeners saying welcome to you as well. We're so glad you're here. Please take a moment to like and subscribe and share and leave those five-star reviews. That helps so much. So grateful for each and every one of you. Thank you. So what are you unwilling to feel? There's this wonderful exercise that I enjoy doing with people and clients. Not that clients aren't people, but I do it in my social life as well. It's called stop, start, continue. It's good for birthdays, solstices, New Year's. And the questions are, what has been going on in your life? What behaviors have you been in and um, what behaviors have you been doing that you would like to stop? What new behaviors would you like to start? And what's something or some things that have been been going well that you would like to continue. So stop, start, continue. And as I was preparing for this episode, it occurred to me that stop, start, continue also explains how it is that we have behaviors that we don't like. What? Yes, I'm going to argue that every maladaptive behavior that you engage in is actually an emotional management strategy. There's a feeling we want to stop. There's a feeling we want to start or there's a feeling that we want to continue. So why is this important? I am in the business of helping people change. Sort of, sort of. One of the truths about therapy is that often people want to have therapy in order to understand themselves better, not necessarily to change anything. I'm going to say that again because it bears repeating. Sometimes people go to therapy because they want to understand themselves better, not necessarily because they want to change anything. The fine print on that is that they are hoping that in understanding themselves better, they will be able to get more of the things they want and less of the things that they don't. But genuinely, there are a lot of people who show up who just want to figure themselves out. That that motivation often comes from a form of suffering, right? Really happy people don't necessarily want to sit with someone else and discuss all the things they're doing right to make themselves happy. So that impulse often comes from from pain, from let me understand myself better so that I can have less pain and do more things that I like. But it is definitely a motivation. 
Sometimes people go to therapy to complain. A lot of people think therapy is about venting, about just getting things off your chest. And there are therapists who work that way, who open up the therapeutic relationship in order for people to, to vent, to complain, to say whatever's going on with them in that moment. I personally don't work that way necessarily. I find that that can be a useful tool, but it is not the end all for me. I prefer to work with people on choosing what they would prefer or choosing what they would like better than what it is that they're getting. That is why I started by saying I'm in the business of change. That is my preference. That's not always what I do. One of the other aspects of being on my side of the chair or the couch or the table is meeting people where they are. When someone comes in with goals for therapy, my job is not to convince them that their goals are wrong or that I know better than they do. They're the expert on themselves. And so if someone comes in and they just want to understand themselves better, then I will do my best to guide them. If in understanding themselves better, a possibility of doing something differently opens up for them, yay! Yay, yay, yay. So a lot of what people are suffering from with or come to therapy about is they're doing something or experiencing something they don't like and they want it to stop or they want to change the results they're getting in life. And what I really would like to bring forward is the idea that maladaptive behaviors, behaviors that are not producing good results or that continue in spite of bad results or however you want to think about it, the stuff you do that you don't like and you wish you didn't do are emotional management strategies. Let's start with procrastination. <clears throat> Excuse me. People often think they procrastinate because they're lazy or unmotivated or they just don't have enough willpower or some other self-judgment. Procrastination is an emotional management strategy. In your mind, whatever task you are not doing seems less enjoyable than any number of other tasks. And so to manage that emotion, that anticipated unpleasant emotion, you will choose to do something else. Wait a minute, you say, when I'm procrastinating, I'm not doing anything. You can't not do anything. You're always behaving. We're always behaving. So let's say that I think I need to clean out my garage and I'm not doing it. Part of me thinks that cleaning out the garage is going to be a lot of work. It's going to be hot. It's going to be dusty. There's going to be bugs. I don't want those feelings. And so instead, I decided to give myself a manicure. So I'm not doing nothing. I'm doing something else instead. But it's an emotional management strategy. I am trying to avoid a feeling I think I don't want to feel. Stop, start, continue. I'm wanting to stop myself from having a feeling I don't like, or I want to continue a feeling that I am enjoying. For example, relaxing, sitting on the couch, watching a Netflix TV show, smoking a bowl of uh, the marijuana, um, playing a video game. What I am doing in my mind is more pleasant and what I think I air quotes should be doing. So my emotional strategy is 
in order to continue feeling a feeling I like, I'm going to engage in whatever behavior. And in order to stop myself from feeling a feeling I don't want to feel, I'm going to keep putting off that other behavior. Let's take drinking too much or consuming anything too much. What causes that? Well, it's emotional management strategy. Emotional management strategy one, I'm tense and unhappy and I don't want to feel that way anymore. I want that to stop. So I'm going to start consuming something in order to activate another feeling. Continue. I was bored. I want that to stop. So I start eating Oreos. Eating Oreos is enjoyable. So I continue to eat four bags, think of the bags, four bags of Oreos in order to allow that pleasure to continue. So it kind of makes sense. We're feeling something we don't want to feel and we want it to stop. So we engage in some sort of behavior to make the one feeling stop. We want to feel something different, so we start a different behavior. And once we achieve a pleasurable behavior, we tend to want to cling to it and cause it to continue. Make sense? Does that make sense? So how that's all very well and good. The question then becomes, what do you want to do about it? So one of the things that we can do is be willing to feel our feelings. So for example, I'm beginning to feel boredom. I'm beginning to feel boredom. Part of me decides I don't like boredom. What can I do that will be interesting or pleasurable? Or I can learn to tolerate that feeling and just accept that in the moment, boredom is present. I did an episode a while back about changing our language. Rather than saying, I am bored, which is changing our perception of ourselves, our identity into the state of boredom, which isn't true. We're always more than anything that we're feeling in any moment. It is more accurate to say, I feel boredom. I'm noticing boredom is present. Boredom is present. And when you give yourself that little bit of distance, you might be able to make different choices. So boredom is present. I could decide that that's so intolerable that I want to immediately do something to change it. Or I can accept that boredom is present and choose to do what is most important in that moment or what is necessary according to my values. I'm, let's imagine that I am feeling stressed from my day of work. I could start drinking a bottle of wine in order to start feeling more relaxed or less stressed or less of anything, right? I could start to numb out with a bottle of wine or I could notice that stress is present. Tension is present allow it to be so and choose my behavior based on my values. If I've just come home from work, maybe one of my values is to spend quality time with my kids or my partner or my pet or my ferns or to make a healthy dinner. If I'm giving in to, oh, I can't stand this feeling. I'm going to, I must do something to get rid of this feeling. Then maybe I'm too busy drinking wine to pay attention to my family or my fern or to do the chopping 
and sauteing that I had planned. Okay, so let's go with continue. I enjoy hooking up with strangers on the internet. <laughs> and so I start to feel bored. Um, I decide that I don't like feeling, or I just feel normal and I'd rather feel excited. And so I continue to hook up with strangers on the internet, <clears throat> even though I'm beginning to miss so much sleep that I'm not getting to work on time, for example. So stop, start, continue, describes what it is that is behind some of our behaviors that are not serving us. We want to stop a feeling we don't like. We want to start a feeling we like better. And once we have a pleasurable sensation, we want to continue it. The answer is to allow our feelings to exist. That's it. <laughs> allow our feelings to exist and then to choose our actions based on our values instead of our mood. That's really the whole enchilada. Okay, maybe not the whole enchilada. Uh, if you're not American, well, that's a phrase that doesn't make sense because enchiladas are Mexican food. But that really is a lot of what we're doing. A lot of our suffering, a lot of our problems, or a lot of our behaviors are really about trying to manage emotions that we are unwilling to feel. For a lot of men, depression shows up as anger, frustration, and uh, short-temperedness. Because for a lot of men, sadness has never been an emotion that they've been allowed to feel. So rather than tolerate and accept that sadness is present, they'll choose anger as a more acceptable feeling. So in order to stop feeling sad, they will start feeling angry. For a lot of addicts, it started off as starting wanting to feel good. And then after a certain point, one starts to use to stop feeling bad. For overindulgences, it's about continuing stay up too late playing video games, it's because you're having pleasure and you want to continue. So one of the ways that we learn to tolerate our emotions is, it goes back to that meditation, is simply to notice that they are present, name them, and not demand that they change in any way. You just notice that it's there. Just notice it. I'm noticing that depression is present. Okay. that simple may not be easy but it is that simple and so what I would really delightfully love for you to embrace is this notion that if you if you're noticing that there's some behavior like why do I keep doing this or why don't I do it if you for example if you want to work out more often and you're not not starting it's because starting that thing feels like some kind of unpleasant emotion because it'll interrupt something else that you're doing, like relaxing on the couch or sitting around um, doing something that's not as effortful, for example. So, yeah, emotional management strategy. So perhaps I would like for you to forgive yourself for not having changed behaviors that you don't like. I'd like to invite you to consider allowing those emotions to simply exist 
without necessarily having to obey them or change them. And I would also like to invite you to remember that no matter what, right here, right now, you are whole, you are perfect, you are complete, you are amazing, you are wonderful. And whatever you are stopping, starting, or continuing, you're worthy and deserving of having a life so transcendent and miraculous that you can't even imagine it. Thanks for being here. Until next time.